This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, GTZ, and with me today we have a full house. Starting off with Laser Kid. I'm still here. And also with us, J-Mac. Hi, I'm also here. Then coming up third, Amp Red. Insert random one-liner here. And coming from the rear, we have our stationary serial killer, Allison. Yep, I'm always at the rear stabbing people. That's the best place to stab people. They never see you coming. Yep. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. But today we're not talking about stabbing, we're talking about Demon Slayer. Specifically episodes four and five of Demon Slayer Entertainment District Dark which we get into the nitty-gritty of the action-y bits of the story arc. What are you talking about? There was plenty of stabbing in those episodes. Yeah, I mean, there was a fair bit of stabbing. stabbing to be had. It was fun stabbing, though. Very violent and fun stabbing. It was fun because it wasn't happening to any of us. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably true. Funny how that works out. It's more enjoyable to watch something get stabbed than to be stabbed yourself. Generally, that is how that works. Hmm, very interesting. But anyways, these episodes adapt chapters 75 to the beginning of chapter 80. And we start off with a bit of the investigation of Zenitsu disappearing. And it leads down to an eventual investigation to kind of like what's really going on and where is the demon in the entertainment district which eventually leads to the confrontation between Tanjiro and Daki which oh boy like all the build up to that in episode 4 is like so good like Daki like capturing Koinatsu and Tanjiro like coming right in the nick of time it's it's all so satisfying how did you guys feel about it? I always love how it starts off with, well, hey, look, it's Koinatsu. She's an awesome person. And immediately, J-Mag. Oh, yeah, I immediately, like, I'm like, she's going to die, isn't she? And I'm just sitting there going, maybe not. See, it took me a sec to remember whether or not she died or not. Because it's been a while since I've read the arc. I'm technically in the same boat as you. I was like, uh, I wasn't sure for a minute, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe? Tondro's too good of a boy to let <laughs> someone else die. I also like how she immediate, like, she already knew he was a guy, and she was just, like, being very kind to him. She's like, yeah, I didn't know why you were here, but, you know, I figured you had your reasons. <laughs> maybe uh, she's yeah. not wrong. That part was so funny. It's like, Tachiro wasn't really trying that hard to, like, pretend either, so, like, it makes sense. Well, but he it's can't also lie. Like... His, his attempts to lie are like, I'm totally telling the truth, you guy. Yeah, with that amazing face that only a mother could yeah. love. Yeah. 
Poor Tanjiro. And the funny thing is, he thought he fooled everyone too. Yeah. Like, he was dead ass, just like, wait, she knew the whole time? <gasps> like, surprise Pikachu face, and it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uzui's investigation during episode four is also really cool. Like, you can definitely see that he actually does care about, like, Tanjiro and the others, even if he, like, is a bit standoffish about it in the early episodes. And, like... Yeah, he doesn't want them to die. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you can definitely tell, like, part of it, too, was definitely him being emotionally invested in saving his own wives, too. So it's like, he wasn't trying to do this solely just by being a jerk it's like he had good reasons but he may not have went about it the most safe of ways but he did go about it the most flashy of ways of course you can't have Uzri without flashy flashing glam flashing glam yeah and like i love how like uh doki's like uh robe tentacles look in the anime like it's this, it's this like really like jarring like CG, but it kind of fits with how like bizarre the power is. I absolutely agree. It was really like creepy in the manga, and doing it this way actually kind of enhances that. Yeah, especially with like how the whole thing is like it's been going through like the crevices of the houses yeah i liked that because i was like how like part of me was confused about how she was getting around and then i then once it was explained i'm like oh that makes way more sense than i like so much sense that i should have figured it out by now yeah it's like gotta fit into those tight places somehow I also love how they like bring up the ranking system of the demon slayers even though it's not important at all at this point yeah. Well, also, um, the fucking mice. What the? Fuck? The, yes, the mice. <laughs> I love those things. The Chad mice. I, I believe. I believe I even commented on them when we talked about the graphic novel of uh, the where they were introduced. I I was also like, "What the hell is this?" And now I'm seeing. We're like, it's an old friend. Yeah. They were the true MVPs of this arc. Indeed. And like apparently the demon slayer just trained mice to do this. Perfectly normal. Buff mice. Normal buff mice. Totally normal. I love from the Taisho secret, like they choose the best mice for the training or whatever. <laughs> There's a mice yeah, selection mice process. Who are also narcissistic enough to love themselves. Indeed. Yeah. The Taisho secrets for these episodes are like really good. Like, I love how the one for, like, episode five explains how, like, polygamy is just the normal thing in Uzui's family. Like, the entire Uzui family just, like, does polygamy. That's just what they do. Yeah. That's that's their culture. Perfectly normal. And to be fair, Uzui does seem like he's a good husband. He actually cares about his wives. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't love that flashy man? I... I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, clearly Doki's not having it, but... Yeah, I don't think anybody... I don't think Doki was anybody but Doki. Yeah, I mean, like... Well, Aoi, too, considering that he tried to kidnap her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't agree with Doki that Tanjiro's ugly. Tanjiro's not ugly. 
No, Tanjiro is not yeah. ugly. I also was commenting, I'm like, you know, at that point, Tanjiro has two options. Run and die, or fight and die. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's assuming he's alone, which he's not. Well, and the fighting gives him a chance to not die. It's like, run and yeah. die, or fight because and maybe die. Giga Chad, the... Hashira with him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who's we the Giga Chad? And like in these two sets of episodes, like even though like Tanjiro's fighting the main body of Daki, like in episode five, we see uh Uzui and Inosuke kind of take on the tentacles themselves, which like have their own set of sentience, which is like really weird, but I guess by Demon Slayer standards, it's not that far out there. Yeah, especially for a 12 Kizuki. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta keep them on their toes. The, seeing the thing's face seeing the thing's face in anime form was weird. <laughs> that was Yeah. Wait, which one's the the the, the, the Oh gosh, yeah, that thing fuck that thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean we also got to see Inosuke's true power being insanely flexible and dislocating all his like Body yeah, parts. I, was, I was about to say. Speaking of weird, can we can we talk about that for a second? Because it <laughs> actually kind of made my skin crawl a little. That yeah, actually, it made. Oh my god! Inosuke is showing unrealistic body standards, guys. How are we supposed to? Yeah, live it was up horrifying. To this? It was horrifying. He's I hated it. The pinnacle it. of the male body. And then when he gets out of the tunnel, he just like starts like relocating all his joints. It's just like oh really creepy looking. Oh. I was just thinking, man. Like, what if, what if you got stuck in that hole? Like, what, like, what if it was like a dead end? Like, well, like find his way out or something. I also liked how they're like, "There's a monster tearing up the house." It's just a nose. Match the property damage that he's caused while just being there. Uh huh. Multiple times too. Hmm. Yeah. I love how, like, you can really tell, like, Inosuke's kind of, like, instincts are giving an advantage in that fight, too, because, like, he's able to cut up the robe in a way where it's, like, not actually cutting up the people in the robe, but still, like, doing it in a way that's actually effective against Daki, which is really yes. cool. And, of course, Zenitsu is useful just by being asleep, because that's... Zenitsu <laughs> is awesome. In fact, Inosuke even says... Perhaps he should stay asleep all the time. Yes, he yeah, does. And he's not wrong. I'm just sad I missed the episode where Zenitsu was was not a horrible bitch for once. Oh my gosh, where he grabs a Kizuki's fucking arm. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you got to see why I like this character. But, you know, yeah, no, when he's asleep, he's also stole that. That's when he's the most badass. I, I can't argue. Mm-hmm. Man, I like, really, in episode five, like, I think... The best moment for me was probably the Uzui flashback, though. Because, like, I completely forgot about part of it. And, like, actually seeing an anime was, like, really sweet. And, like, it again really characterizes Uzui in a positive way where, like, it's kind of showing that, hey, he's more than just this flashy jerk. He's a flashy jerk with a heart. He may be a flashy jerk, but he's a flashy jerk with a heart. Mm-hmm. Also, his wives are just adorable. Yes. Especially the ones like, I can't fight, but I'll do what I can. Just crying. I like how they're just literally female versions. 
three. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, J Mac picked yes, up on I that. I commented too. on that. Like the blonde one is fem- basically female Inosuke. The the one that was with her in the pit was is that it's basically just females in Itsu, Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. That's the team up we truly need: Uzui's wives and Tanjiro's crew. Yep. <laughs> Also, I really enjoyed how Tanjiro is starting to do the Hinokami Kagura and how it's been showing that he's actually been specifically training in it lately. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. Like, you see the little flashbacks of him, like, struggling with the training and, like, the amount of, like, toll it actually takes on his body to do it. Mm-hmm. Alongside him also acknowledging the fact that, like, even though he can do a lot of the water breathing techniques, he feels like he can't master them in the same way that Orokodaki uh, and uh, Giyu did. Which, I mean, is good foreshadowing for later in the series. <laughs> well, and it, it makes sense. Certain people are going to be better at certain things. And he was trained in water rain, so he has some, some skill on it, but his natural talent is more for something else. Yeah, and even with sun breathing, it's not perfect, because like it's taking this huge toll on his body. So it's like, he has to figure out in the middle of this fight, like, what exactly can I do against Daki that's not just going to, like, straight up kill me in the process? Or kill me as fast. Yeah. Of course, Nesco is just over somewhere in her box, being safe. For now. For now. Nesco. For, now. <laughs> For now. We'll see, we'll see if that uh, continues. Sometimes a box isn't the safest place. And sometimes a box isn't a box. Dun, dun, dun. Sometimes it's a train. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it could be a box car. I'm going to murder you. Meowth won't be the only serial killer on this podcast. <laughs> the train jokes will never die. I'm, I'm at least trying to do them differently. Yes, you're, you're doing your best, Laser. I'll give you I'm that. Doing with, I, in all honesty, I'm just so glad to be in this arc, finally. Honestly, I forgot how long the actual fight with Daki was. I wasn't expecting until like episode six. Then I remembered, wait, the Daki fight is basically most of this arc. Yep, yep. I I was having a similar issue where I'm like, oh, man, this started quickly, didn't it? Oh, wait, it goes on a while, doesn't it? Yeah, and there's a reason why it does go on a while, because there are certain developments that are going to happen later that are going to... uh, Make this less of a straightforward fight than you think. No, Daki's not going to turn out to be the entire entertainment district. This isn't a repeat of the entertainment district arc. You mean the demon doesn't turn out to be the entire area of the arc? (laughs) I have merged myself with buildings that are completely stationary. This is a smart plan. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, like, was Enbu fusing with the train really that good of an idea? Because, like, the train couldn't fight back. No one the ever said Enbu was smart. People, though. The train very much could swallow people, though. And that's that's true, it could. But what was he going to do after he killed everyone? Just stay as a train forever? Ah, I am the evil Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I rule the rails. Like, it's a big target to be an entire trade. He probably had a way to separate himself, but we probably will never find out because, you know, they fucking killed him. 
Oh, he was a train. Yeah. Never ride a demon train. It's not a good idea. Go to the entertainment district instead. That's totally safe. I guess he just had other ways of get of using locomotion. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but do we have any other thoughts about these episodes? Um, gosh, I feel like these episodes are they—they they feel like they're like it's just slow moving. <laughs> like, not a ton is happening in the episodes. We're like we're doing two at a time, and we're not talking about much. It's it's a lot of setup. It's moderately frustrating, actually. <laughs> a lot of setup for it's a lot of setup, but between those bits of setup, a lot of nothing's happening too. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it is also just these episodes have a lot of action, and it's just like, well, the no, because good. the last the, the episodes before these two episodes had zero action and a lot of nothing and a little bit of setup. <laughs> it's just been a frustration that's been mounting for me lately. They're good episodes. They're great. I love them, but I wish more would happen in them. I think this is a running problem that is probably going to happen with Demon Slayer moving forward if they keep with this pacing. Because they're adapting two chapters an episode, roughly. But the issue with that is that at this point in Demon Slayer, the chapters become a lot less dense, and they become a lot more art-heavy with just action scenes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'd like to... I'd like to see them up that to so that they're a little more dense again, like the earlier season. Yeah, that would be Spoiler ideal. Warning, they kind of sort of won't be. Because right now the pacing is just super slow. It's starting to feel like Dragon Ball Z levels of pacing. No, it's not that bad. I'm saying feeling like. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying feeling like. I don't know. The episodes just the episodes will go by fast for me. Yeah, they go by fast. It's just like not a whole ton is happening in them that's like worth mentioning. Like you, you can mention like maybe two or three things per episode and I mean, cover the whole episode. Is that the feeling I compare it to be Inuya like later in Inuyasha before final act. Yeah, kind of. It's like they're fine, but not fine for like podcasting purposes. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit, look at this action. We can't look at this action. This podcast is audio only. Hey, guys. We could, so, uh, we could learn how to narrate the act. Like, we could learn how to, like, make the noises for the action. Like, bang, bang, bang. Then Tandro did the whoosh kadoosh. Whoosh kadoosh. Whoosh I don't know. Whoosh kadoosh. That's the episode title. Whoosh kadoosh. Yes. What have I done? The 10th floor is Kadoosh. I was just going to try to make up shit as we went, but apparently you like that one. This episode has been brought to you by Kung Fu Panda. But yeah, I mean, like, they've definitely been adding a bit of anime original content to these episodes. Uh, mm -hmm. Just to like pad things out, and like it hasn't bothered me that much, just because like like Alien said, it's like the episodes feel fast, but yeah, they do. Like, they're it mm -hmm. doesn't feel like um, it's they're, not dragging. It's yeah. they're just running out of things quickly. Yeah, they're they're running. It's like they're they're ending a lot sooner than I'm expecting them to when I'm watching them, and maybe it's because I was spoiled with that first episode that was both kind of dense and good and long but like yeah i wish there i wish they just 
pack them a little bit more full with the, in each episode. Yeah. With the manga being over, I don't see why they couldn't. I mean, yeah. but money, Laser. Exactly, money. Mm, yeah. They want to keep the but, And also, but long. UFO table animations. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the fights are always glorious. Oh, and, and that is still oh true. God. Still absolutely mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And they will it, always be glorious and beautiful. They're so glorious, they whoosh kadooshed. Yeah, I mean, I've I've accepted at this point that two chapter pixel is kind of the new standard for Shonen Jump adaptation. Yeah, that is a thing, and, and that's better than One Piece where we do one. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. That's true. Or half a chapter. Oh yeah, half a chapter. <laughs> oh God, kill me. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I'm, I'm still enjoying this. It's still really good, and the animation has been amazing. So. I don't have that many complaints about it. Allison, you haven't talked much. How do you feel about these episodes? Uh, I really don't remember much about them. And, like, the anime is, like, really just a pretty retelling of shit I already read in the manga anyway, so it's, like, I'm not really getting much out of these things. If you ask me, I'm getting more out of those uh, GB... Those thingies in the after credits where they babble about something at the end. Oh, the Dai Show era secrets. Yeah, I'm actually right there with you because I've also read the entire manga. Although I'm enjoying the adaptation, the Dai Show era secrets are the more interesting thing for me for sure. You heard it here, guys. Demon Slayer's mid. I don't think I can be part of this podcast. Uh, Oh, (laughs) well. He actually left. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I'm back. I mean, it's fine. It's just like it's not an IQ or it's not like it's not like they don't really experiment with anything. I mean, they do, but like it's just you're going two chapters. Nothing's really happening because it's only two chapters each. Going really slow. The only thing you're getting out of it is like a nice opening and nice ending song and uh, TV segments post credits. Mm-hmm. If you ain't reading the manga, but the animation, Allison. I I mean yes, but like also like if if you read the manga, you're just gonna get the same thing again. So I would suggest like not thinking about Demon Slayer for like a few years and then going back and watching this, but not like watching like right after you read all of the manga. If that makes any sense. Yeah, nah, I see it. I mean, like, as the person that's usually just go read the manga for series, uh, Demon Slayer is kind of the one exception where it's like, I'm invested enough to watch the anime actively. But it's also like one of those things where it's like, it's not blowing me away in the same regard that it would to someone I think that hasn't read the manga. Yeah, as someone, as the as the unique person in the room apparently who hasn't read the manga, I'm enjoying it pretty significantly. Um, <clears throat> I just wish there was more of it to enjoy per episode. Yeah, like I don't hate the episodes. I'll be clear there. I, I don't hate the episodes. I just wish there was more to them. I mean, even in season one, I was feeling like this is just too slow, man. <clears throat> season two is just more of the same pace of being too slow, but looking pretty at the same time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I think uh, one had more of that problem, though, considering exactly what happens in the early parts of Demon Slayer. Like at least in um, at least in this arc, it only took like what three, four episodes for shit to pop off. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then especially at the end of of season one, where it's 
just literally nothing for like a good three or four episodes. Oh my gosh. Oh god. My brain yeah, kind of condensed those all the into one Hashira meeting. Oh god, you're right. Those final few episodes of season one are painful. I had actually yeah. forgotten about them. Well, it's just like, yeah, my brain kind of condensed those into like just a couple episodes in this yeah, one. Yeah, same. It's I will admit it probably got like, a little bit better than more characters to work with, though. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the the pacing complaints are, are, are still valid regardless because they're kind of issues that the manga has too. But I mean, it's always one of those, hey, we had it worse before, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, with the main. Just read by yourself and you go at the old pace you want to And I imagine, I imagine that going back and binge watching the Entertainment District arc will be, will make it feel like a more complete experience because I, I did that with season one and it felt very much more complete. I could definitely see that. Um, in fact, I'm I'm really looking forward to it getting dubbed eventually and watching it that way because that'll be fun. And that'll probably be a good binge, especially since it's probably not coming to Tsunami. Yeah. Oh, Tsunami! I'm so sad. I mean, they already lost me when they didn't get JoJo. So they're basically dead now. I'm not gonna lie, I did enjoy binging Stone Ocean. I need to actually do that. Clicks killed Tanami. You heard it here first. We're, we're no longer going to be endorsed by Tanami. Everyone go home. Tanami's dying, guys. Tanami is dying. It's Netflix dying. can suck my big fat. And now I've been fired by CJ. <clears throat> because I said Tanami is dying. Except for I don't actually fully mean it. Tanami needs to air good anime like X-Arm. That's a tsunami. <laughs> X-Arm. Yes, Hell X-Arm yeah. and Handshake. Yeah, why are we even doing a Demon Slayer podcast? We should be doing an X-Arm podcast. The, welcome to the yes. X-Arm podcast. <laughs> oh, God fucking damn it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think there's probably a good sign to wrap up considering we're talking about X-Arm. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, Laser, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. You can find my Toonami focused articles over on Toonami Faithful. And I also appear on the Toonami Faithful podcast. And also the Double Meat podcast when we do it. And JMac. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere like that at JMacAfreak. <clears throat> well, on, tw- on, Insta- on Twitter, it's real JMacAfreak, but whatever. And Ren. You can sort of find me on Twitter.com. I'll mostly be retweeting either nice art or shit posts, but sometimes I will talk about music and stuff that I do at Amper and Let's Ride. And you can find my music on pretty much any major streaming service and YouTube under Amperin. Yeah. And Allison. Uh, you can find me at Twitter.com. Also, sometimes. Sometimes I pop up on MHA podcast and read the mango chapters that it's old. Also, Seinfeld podcast called Yada Yada Yada, a podcast about nothing with James, aka the one wonder guy. He's a chill dude. Oh, yeah, James is cool. But yeah, definitely follow all these folks. Don't follow me, though. <laughs> but did you just say don't follow you? Yeah. Yes. I'm boring. Don't follow me. Okay, if you say so. I'm boring too, so that's why I'm following you. 
because we're both boring together. Yes, Damn if it. you're a boring person, then follow Ren. I sometimes retweet cute girls. But yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. Then I write various things for all-tomic.com as well as tunamifaithful.com. So check out all of that. And then I do a bunch of podcasts besides this one. Uh, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy. Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod. Uh, the Dumb Weebs podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod. And then I occasionally pop up on the Tsunami Faithful podcast at Tsunami Podcast. As far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, though, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, and on the Tsunami Faithful website itself at tsunamifaithful.com slash Podcast. And the podcast is on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So go look us up, listen, subscribe, give us a review, and all that good stuff. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later.